This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello. Hi. I'm all right. How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing wonderful. You know, actually, yeah. I I am. This is the one interview I'm the most excited I've ever been for. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <clears throat> because I saw you, um, Omari had posted you. Yeah. And, and um, I've been checking out your podcast. I was like, I got to ask this. I know you be yes. so fucking turned on when you be reading your shit. <laughs> I do. I do. I I do have orgasms when I read when I perform oh them yet. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, how bad how bad orgasms? Um, I won't say like not like a squirting orgasm, but yes, I have had orgasms while I've performed some because when I'm doing it it is a performance. Yes. So yeah. Yeah, your projection is on point. I mean, thank you, and, thank you. And you know, some of them have sound effects, like there's water yes. splashing in the background. So, yes. yeah. I, I mean, it's very creative. Um, thank you. I, I like it a lot. What have you? Um, because I mean, I see this a lot of different podcasts, mm-hmm. and like I said, I, I'm, I mean, maybe I don't know the pod spill that much, but you know, the one that I, I see they do that. You know what I'm saying? That that is by design. Yeah. That is by yeah. design. Yeah, see, see. And plus from the, the pictures I saw, even though you had your eyes closed, I see you're a very beautiful mm-hmm. woman on top of that. Thank so you. Thank you. It makes the men fantasize when they listen. <laughs> yeah, pretty soon I when I when I retire from this job, I will be able to show the whole world what Duchess Cashmere looks like. Oh my God, I can't wait. But you know, I, I am doing more live shows down here on the coast. So, you know, mm-hmm. when you when, when you have a live show, you know, people do see you. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I got to talk to you about that too. But let me do my <laughs> particulars and we yes. get this show on the road. Okay. I'm with it. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcast career. All I got to do is download that. App or go to anchor.fm and set yourself up a profile. I'm your host, Kevin Oliver Southern Champ, aka the porn rap star. Y'all know what it is. Find my porn links, music links, social media links, and podcast links all with one link. All my links.com backslash porn rap star. Also, we have three wonderful hosts. The first one being the Facebook of the Ellis community, LSworld.com. Go there today and give yourself a profile. Number two is Eroticism Magazine. Go there today, get a subscription. You can get it mailed to you, paperback or digital. And we're talking about the sexiest ladies from around the world with his pages. And the third one is for you people that love to get triple X content. We have a new site for you. It's called ExciteBunny.com today and get yourself a profile and check out everybody and try to buy something, cop something. And for you content creators, you can go there, sign up and get 90% profit. That's all I'm going to say about it. Next up is 
We're a proud member of the GW District Black Podcast Network. I'm talking about multiple podcasts, give you the black experience. Plus, while you're there, experience some shopping if you get the opportunity to buy products from over 500 black-owned shops and retailers. So go to GW, go to shopgwdistrict.com, buy black, support black businesses, build a black economy so we can create generational wealth. And the last thing I need to tell you about the new smoke spot that we're at, skyhawkafterdarktv.com. Calm. Go there today and go to my personal page and listen to the podcast or check it out within the the mix of the radio station. So with that being said, I'm going to be quiet and let this sexy, sexy poet, author, just I am every woman introduce herself. Hello. Hello. My name is Duchess Kashmir. I am the griot erotica. The female dolomite, the sexy shit talker. I tell erotic stories, pussy poetry, and MILF monologues on a podcast called The Cashmere Room. You can find The Cashmere Room on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and many more. My stories are not safe for work. Nasty narratives salacious sermons fornication fairy tales oh baby the tea is piping hot my stories are perfect for pillow talk with your favorite lover so come come inside the cashmere room and let the duchess show you the way thank you thank you so much for having me you know something she got me already smoking a cigarette That what I'm talking about. I mean, it's it's. I want to be like you when I grow up because, like I said, I mean, it's like it's like with you, it's effortless. Thank when you. I even listen Thank to you. It. even even with what you just did with that and stuff. So, I mean, I take it you had a a background theater. Tell me about. I it. do have a theater background. I did my first community theater play probably about fourteen years ago, and. My biggest inspiration is Intozaki Shango. She is the author of the play um, for colored girls who have considered suicide when the rainbow is not enough. And that is the last play that I did right before COVID. And I read four parts in the whole production. And it just inspired me because it was a live story And each of the stories was connected, but it wasn't a whole story. You know what I'm saying? Each poem was different. So that inspired me to do an anthology type podcast. And then I've been a big fan of Dolomite since I was a child, since it was illegal for me to listen to Dolomite. Dolomite. (laughs) What you know about Petey Weestrong? I used to... to Whoop, Petey Weestrong, yes. I used to listen to Dolomite and Red Fox like we had, I'm dating myself, but we had a old record player that sat in the middle of the living room and I used to crouch down and listen to it. So I've been a big fan of Dolomite all my life. So I am, yeah. you know, and I, and I love to talk about sex. I'm in the lifestyle. I'm a swinger. I'm a dominatrix. I host lifestyle parties. So I just took mm-hmm. my life with my theater background and whipped it all together. Yeah, because... Um... You tell beautiful stories. And what I like about you is that, okay, first of all, somebody to hire you to do some audiobook stuff. Absolutely, it's they like, do. Because the reason why I say that, because when I listen to your your stories, I can see it. I can taste it. 
You know what I'm Thank saying? You. And it's like, to me, is you know how to paint the picture so perfectly. Um, <laughs> like, where's some of your inspiration? Do you get your inspiration for your story from personal life or from your imagination? Where do you get your inspiration from? A little bit of both. Um, some of the stories are 100% true. Um, episode number three, there was no porn. That story is 100% true. Episode number two, how sweet the sound. Um, number 27, when I joined the Cougar Club, um, lust in the library. I used to fuck this guy in the library back in college, and to this day, I still don't know what his name is. You know what I'm saying? That's some where we of, had some wild, sexy comedy. Yes, <laughs> yes. So some of them are true, but then some of them are what I call fornication fairy tales. Um, episode number six, Sadistic Wet Dreams. It's about me as a dominatrix doming a couple. I've never dommed a couple before. I've dommed uh, black women and white women and white men and black men separately, but I've never dommed a couple before. And that's something that I, I want to manifest. I want to be out. That's uh, one of my fuck it list, as you say. And um, let's see, A Devil's Threesome. I have had a MF M threesome, a threesome with two men, but mine wasn't like that. But uh, you it mean devil where they play with each other too? No, <laughs> no, it's a cis hetero uh, MFM threesome. Okay, that got me. Um, and then I, my most recent story, number twenty-seven, is called Big yeah. Black Sexy. Yeah, that's and it is a cuckolding story. That's not something that I've ever experienced. I've not had a cuckolding. Now, 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 let me ask you a question. When, when, yes. when, when you wrote this, did you mm -hmm. have in mind of the cuckold being a black man? Yes, he is a black. Okay, then. Now I'm gonna tell you what it is. I love that. That mm -hmm. one made that one very impressive to me because you don't hear about cuckolding amongst black men. It's that mostly like white people. So black mm -hmm. men. So it's interesting. So what made you decide to go to rock with the black man? Well, because I came up in the lifestyle in an integrated lifestyle. Like right now, my main lifestyle experience is all black because we throw our own parties. But I came up in quote unquote the white lifestyle, where when me and my husband would go to clubs, we would be the only black couple there. There would be lots of black men there because white couples like black men. That's a preference that they like. Very seldom would it ever be an actual another black couple or even another black woman there. So that's the kind of cuckold situation that I knew. But I knew I did not want my black man to be uh, dominant against my husband because that's not a cuckold experience yeah. that I would yeah, have. I like that twist. My like cuckold has to be submissive. Yeah. So I knew I had to write it in that way, something that is Cause you know, I feel like if I write a story off of an experience that I have not had, I want to write it how I want it to be for me, for real. I'm trying to manifest that shit. <laughs> so I gotta because write I, something real. Yeah, I just like the twist of that. You feel me? Because yeah. even when I was mm -hmm. listening, I was like, okay, wait, wait a second. He ain't telling them to do shit. He's kind of being told. So yes. it. So so even to the the bull is they will call him i guess yeah um 
it's a different dynamic because normally the bullies a, dominate the situation. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And I, yeah. and I wrote it specifically that way because a lot of people don't understand. They only see cuckolding as one way. And it has yeah. a lot of stigma to where all of my stories, I try to put some education in each one of the stories. I try to teach people something. You know, cuckolding is not just one way. I talked about the cut queen. Yeah. I didn't know there was a such thing as a cut queen until I started oh, yeah, writing I, I the story. Yeah. So I, I didn't know that. And then like, you know, I realized that the bull, quote unquote, he's not a monolith. You can have all different kinds of types of bulls. Yeah. See, it's just people make it. How can I put this? Society, mm -hmm. uh, as well as social media, made mm -hmm. it to where we automatically associate the bull to a black dude. Exactly. You know, and we automatically associate that as something that quote unquote white people do, or yeah. you know, you don't have like you know. In the story, I said I don't know which counterpart in that scenario gets shamed the most. Because a man who would proudly say that he was a cuckold, he would be shamed for that in certain circles. Like, man, for real? Hell no. And then, oh, of no, course. I, peep this. I had a white dude who calls himself the king of spades, right? Be shamed mm -hmm. for mm. By a black dom. And I was like, why are you even mad? Do, do you understand what that means? Mm -hmm. <laughs> do you understand what that means? If. if you know what I'm saying? It's like, to me, a lot of people, you know, and what I like about your stories is it's truthful about the lifestyle. Yes. It's, it's, I do, it's, I, yes. Yes, because it's like, you give them a more truer picture than what that Fifty Shades of Grey deal gives them. Absolutely. Fifty I Shades. have not read the Fifty Shades of Grey books. I have seen two of the movies, but people that I know that are in the kink lifestyle, they say, girl, don't waste your time. So <laughs> it's the shades of grain, nothing to, you know, I, and I, I came up in the white kink community. Um, the people that my husband and I trained under were white people because we came up in the white lifestyle. Yeah. So now, oh, so now, um, you say you throw swing events. So tell we us do. about your swing events and what happened and how you got started doing that. We throw small scale condo parties and uh, roughly about 20 to 25 people. We vet everyone that comes to the party. They have to be introduced to us or referred to us and they make their donations and, you know, it's a co-op. And we got started because like I said, we came up, we was going to the clubs and then a lot of times we'll go to the clubs. There wouldn't be any other black women and the men would just swarm me. Like they, they want to touch your hair and they want to be <laughs> healy on you. And um, everybody wants to play with you and everybody wants your attention. And then the women do the black men the same way. So, and then, you know, I'd be bored because there aren't any other black women there to kiki with and talk to. Now, granted, I do have some really great white friends in the lifestyle. I never had a bad experience in the lifestyle with white people, but I am, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And I am slutty. I am slutty. My, 
husband likes for to see me be slutty and I am more comfortable being slutty around more of my own people. And so it was really his ideas like, well, you know, we could do this on our own and that way you could be as comfortable as you want to be. We can control the environment. You don't have to worry about nobody trying to touch your hair. And, you know, we just got started getting to know with no other black people. It was like, well, you know, we are not comfortable going to the clubs. So we just created a space. And, you know, there was no there was nobody down here on the coast throwing parties. So we just started it up. So, like, um, with you, mm-hmm. it seems like you basically have built a brand every which way. You know what I'm saying? Pretty yes. Much. And you now encompassed um, podcasting, too. Mm-hmm. You know, so how did you come into the podcasting sphere? Well, I was always that friend as far as my vanilla friends. Everybody wanted to hear me tell the story of what my husband and I did over the weekend. Because I'm fully out to my friends and family. Not my coworkers though, but my friends and family. And I was giving advice about sex and kind of wanted to just jump on that sex spur bandwagon like everyone else did. And couldn't get any traction doing that. So I was doing the play for Color Girls and I did my first open mic night with poet doing erotic poetry and I caught the bug for that and weaved it together I was like well oh if I do a story I could put a poem in the story and then I could put some education in there before I tell the story kind of set the story up give the people a I you know a glimpse of this is what I'm talking about you know Tonight, the story is about orgies. Did you know that an orgy really is a religious a religious experience? It's an act. A lot of people don't know that. So I just, just thought of it while doing that play for Color Girls. When Who have considered suicide when the rainbow is not enough? Because that is how that play is. It's just a collection of poems. They're all connected, but they don't really tell a cohesive story. So, so before I let you do one of your erotics for us, it's that time, people. You know what I'm talking about. It's that time where the pussies go dry and the dicks go limp. Let's talk about the beds. Now, mm-hmm. normally, when I do this, I mostly talk to like porn stars. I've been one time. I've actually had the pleasure of interviewing a director for a movie, what have you. Mm-hmm. So you're in the possibility, what have you? Um, you want your brand to create money yes so and also people don't realize the work that we put into what we do so speak mm-hmm. to all of that give them you know take down the veil and let them know the real about how much time we put into this to create our empire um it's a lot of time because i write all of the stories from my own brain my personal life experience i rehearse all of the stories uh, recording, there's memberships for all of the places, you know, Anchor and SoundCloud, and uh, you got to pay memberships to put your stories out there and uh, getting people to design logos for you. Um, yeah, all of that costs money. And I accept bookings. 
You can book me for your bachelorette parties, for your sex workshops, for entertainment. I performed at Sex Down South um, two years ago, the virtual edition. I performed uh, stories. I did a story for a podcast season finale a month ago. I'm getting ready to do that season premiere. So I can do that and uh, open mic nights and hosting and coming in and teaching uh, sexual techniques, teaching girls how to squirt. I can teach the ladies how to do all of that. Uh, BDSM demonstrations. We can do all of that. My guy, I know you a lot of fun. <laughs> a lot of fun. So tell it's us about experience. your performances. Tell, tell us about your performances. Yeah. Um, it is they're tailored. Like if I'm doing each story that I've written has a poem inside of it. So if I'm doing something that has time constraints on it from like three to five minutes or five to ten minutes, I can string together four or five poems. Um, if you're looking for someone who can feature, I can do a whole story. A whole story takes about 10 to 15 minutes. And I use a technique called griot. Um, griot is an African art. Uh, a lot of people don't know that community theater comes from Africa. All of that. Uh, performing, one woman show. Um, like I said, BDSM demonstrations. You can, you can, you can book all of that. On duchesscashmere at gmail.com. Oh my goodness. So shoot. So I can see you be a dom. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's, it's, it's one of my husband's favorite. That is one of, uh, we practice sexual outsourcing because you know, okay. you can't be everything for your partner. Um, I don't like pain very much. My husband is also a dom. So he has lady friends who are submissives who are what you call pain sluts. They like pain a lot. I outsource that for him. My husband is not submissive. From time to time, I need a man to be submissive to me. I have submissive gentleman friends. We outsource that just for me. So we do a lot of sexual outsourcing. So yeah, you can get to see me get you can get to see me be a dom. Yeah, because I, I tell people, people don't realize that the, the, the true essence of BDSM is is the mental pleasure. Mm-hmm. Is and Absolutely. I think people miss that, you know, and yes. also the energy exchange, you know. Mm-hmm. Speak to all that. Yeah. There you go. Adam yourself. It is a a release of a, a release of pressure. I am a dom, but out but only outside of my home. Inside of my home, I am a submissive, because in the workplace, I got to be manager and strong black woman in the world and all of these things and you got to be masked up and put all this armor on just to buy groceries nowadays so when i come home i like to be bell and i like to be daddy's little slut and bell's only job is to come (laughs) and it's a mental release for me yeah yeah and you know when you're receiving impact play every time that flogger strikes you all your your brain is shooting off endorphins and hormones and oxytocin. It can give you a feeling of euphoria, make you high, make you drunk. It's very pleasurable. All of that, even before you take your clothes off. Yes, because I remember um, talking to a, a healer on the mm-hmm. show, and she was making a guy have an orgasm just with energy exchange and breathing techniques. Mm-hmm. So, so people don't realize that it. 
that um when it comes to this, it's the whole point of it is is that both sides get a mental euphoria for yes. pleasing each other. Yes. But it's it's one is the sub is to be is to please and the dom to be pleased. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. So now with that being said, we would love to hear one of your what what hear a sample, you know. <coughs> okay. It's a little something, something, something. Yes. So so people can go check out their podcast. Yes. Check out your podcast. I'm gonna be quiet. This is an excerpt from episode number twelve. And it is one of those what I call, well, my husband calls them salacious sermons. When I'm being a pussy preacher, putting you up on game. And it's called straight fucking. And we're not talking about, we're talking about that sex where you get right down to business. No time for play play. Come home for work and bend that ass over the kitchen table. Just nasty. I like it like that sometimes, you know? Just grab me by the throat. Mush my face against the wall and fuck me i mean inside the cashmere room you know my my sex life takes planning there's ropes and buckles leather and lace nowadays it's a whole production we're enlightened we're woke and shit but sometimes you just gotta go back to the old days when we was young and wild and free When we survived off jungle juice and donuts and old pizza, our ether was cheap, laced with liquor and Reggie and Lucy's. Back when fucking didn't need no accessories or lingerie, sometimes not even a shower in sight. Fucked, standing doggy style in the restroom at the bar while on the clock. You know what I'm saying? Fucked on the couch, the love seat, the floor, in the beanbag chair. Mm, at an abandoned warehouse. Mm, mm. I think it was a Honda Civic circa 1995. Fucked in the dressing room at the mall, at the apartment complex swimming pool. Fucked at the drive-in movie. Huh. I fucked one time in my boyfriend's dorm room and it wasn't my boyfriend y'all know i fucked in the library panties just pulled to the side i mean if you're wearing panties covers snatched back whole body just manhandled stray fucking no foreplay no nothing yeah we need to get back to the old days. Thank you. I'm sorry. She said, fuck in my boyfriend's room and he want my boyfriend. <laughs> 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 with that shit, yo. Strong ass motherfucking line out of this piece. Did that really happen? Did that yes, really it did. That did. That really happened. Yes, it did. Oh, you know, you got it. Can, can, can you tell us the story? Can. Um, so he was my boyfriend. We were in college. He went home for the weekend. I regularly stayed at his room while he was there. So he went home for the weekend and he didn't take me and I felt some type of weight. So 
So me and my best homegirl, we went out and we got drunk on that good hunch punch. I think we might have went to the Q Dog house, but that's no, that's neither here nor there. I had my first joint and I allowed myself to get high. And then we went back to my boyfriend's room because that was the best room available. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> we had her homeboy over in one bed and me and my homegirl's homeboy. Homeboy was in the other home bed. In the other bed, I had to run in the fitness and be, be the wingman for my homegirl, you know, because, you know, she was a virgin. She wasn't fast as me. She needed a little help, a little support. So I had to stand in the gap. And, you know, things got here and things went there. And the next thing you know, the condom went on and we was fucking in my boyfriend's bed and it wasn't my boyfriend. You know something? That what? is fucking high. That is fucking high. <laughs> what you're funny. Like I said, college was a great time. College was a great Co- time. College was. was a great time. It yes, great it time. was. Yes, it was. Now, back to you being a dog. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Tell me about your first experience in the life. My first experience. Mm. So my husband and I entered into this triad-ish type thing. You know, we had a unicorn girlfriend. She came over. We had threesomes. Everything was great. She was by. I was by. We had a good, we had a good time. So we were at a hotel takeover. They had the BDSM room. My husband and I were versed in BDSM. She saw me do it. She was interested. And I was like, well, let me try. You know, I might hit softer than him. So she was like, cool. Okay, Duchess, I trust you. We had already built a rapport with her. She loved it. My hand is heavier than my husband's hand. She's a pain slut. She loved it even more. And so I just tried it that night. It was great. We came, you know, she's a playmate. So like we see her once a month, you know what I'm saying? So month goes by, she comes back. She had went and did research on being a submissive and being with a dominant. She started sitting on the floor at my feet. And she started waiting on me hand and foot. And she was like, this is something that I want. Um, I did research on it. This is the mental escape that I want. When I spend time with you and your husband, this is what I want to experience. So I started doing research too. My husband was already doming me. So he is kind of like my pattern. You know what I'm saying? I be stunned like my daddy. (laughs) And it is a nice power exchange. I enjoy expressing that dominant energy when I'm with her. Cause like I said, I can't do it at home. So I do enjoy it. And she enjoys being of service to me. Yeah. Because it's interesting. And what's beautiful about it is that y'all experienced it together. You and your mm-hmm. you yes. know, And you hear a lot of people want to jump into the swing of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It became so normalized. It's, it's the thing. Everybody wants to say, yeah, I did a threesome. Yeah, I did a threesome. You know, yeah. we got to show the sister wives, what have you. What's the biggest mistake that people and misconception that people have about our lifestyle? They, they don't do their own research. In this day and age, it is asinine <laughs> for you to not know what 
MFM means. You got a whole supercomputer in your pocket. You need to do some research. You should have Googled it. You should have went out and went to the library or I don't know how your COVID life is around you, but you should go and read a book about BDSM or about the swing. You need to do some research. You can't just jump in a Facebook group and pay your little money and go to a party without knowing what it's about. Do some research. Talk to some people about it. Just like, you know, we vet people to come to our parties. They need to be vetting us too. You know what I'm saying? There are places in Atlanta, they throw fuck fest parties, meaning that as soon as you come to the door, you got to get naked. You got to stay naked the whole time and you got to fuck. You would be a dumbass to go to a party like that without researching. You got to Google who's this group, who's throwing this party, what kind of party do they throw? What kind of rules do they have at that party? You know? Do your research. I would say that's the biggest mistake. People just go into things without Googling shit. And it's no excuse for it nowadays. See, no, because it's too easy to get the access. If you had to go to the library, people would do it more. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But you ain't got to go. You know what I'm saying? You can order a book on BDSM right now and have it in your phone in five minutes once it downloads and do some research on it. Yeah, because it's like to me, I you know, I went to one party before and it was just like I could just tell this, y'all don't get it. Y'all don't get it at all. <laughs> you know, period. And so and um since you've been doing the podcast and mm-hmm. everything, um have you hit podcast fatigue yet? Have I hit pot yes. I have hit podcast podcast fatigue. And did you believe that was a real thing? <laughs> yes, I did believe it was a real thing. And actually, I didn't know what it was called until just now when you called it out. Yeah. Because a lot of times, well, for me, I don't know about other people, but for a lot of times, for me, podcasting is a labor of love. Yeah. You know? You don't get paid in no real money, not right away. Or, you know, it's few and far between. You do it because you love it. And then, oh, excuse me, cut that burp out. Okay. <laughs> well, no, this, well, I'm sorry for the, the fan base I have. They they probably like, can you do that on audio and we buy it? I mean, seriously. Oh, okay. Well, you know, then, hey, I, I'm with I, I'm, I'm a retired porn star, baby girl. Come okay. On. Yes, you got an audience for that. Um, yeah. And then, you know, what's I saying? I lost my train of thought. <laughs> it's mine. Oh, and then like with to, today's, with how today's life is, you know, with COVID and, you know, we're on lockdown and people who perform, like if you were, if your sole monetary life is performing on stage, nowadays you can't do that in certain places. So you do get that fatigue and I've learned to just I just take a break from it one thing about mine because mine is written stories my audience doesn't expect a weekly show from me because I don't talk about current events I don't have um guests 
And then because of good people like you, I can go on other people's podcasts and I can pay them in cross promotion by sharing their stuff on my podcast. And that can help me fill those gaps when I have fatigue. Yeah. 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 I just, uh, I've done, let's see what three podcasts now. And it's mm-hmm. funny cause it's weird because I'm used to being the one hosting. Mm-hmm. So I'll be sitting in my mind when they be talking to me thinking, what's the next question I'm going to ask? And I have to remind myself, <laughs> you know, you're not the host. Yeah. Relax. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but I'm sorry. I I just love listening to your erotic stories. They're, well, they're thank very, you. Thank you. I appreciate it very much. I'm currently writing one right now about face sitting. That's episode number 28. I can't wait to hear it. Like, cause, you know, I got the thing where it buzz when your shit pops up. I'm like, oh, there we go. There we go. There we go. So I would love to bring you back so we can really chop it up on some BDS. Absolutely. And stuff because, Absolutely. Because me being a dog myself, I like yes. part of my podcast to educate people mm-hmm. on that side of lifestyle and stuff like that and everything. And plus, you know, um, I'm not even going front, like, even with some of your stories, you know, they can be porn, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So it's kind of like, yeah, because even with the cuckold thing, it's like, I hope somebody heard this, some of my smoke buddies heard this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go, no, go listen to Black, Big Black Sexy. Big Black Sexy. I would love for that to be a fucking hot ass scene. I ain't even go for it. I would just say, I would just, I would tell Giselle, I'm like, look, go listen to Big Black Sexy and make that happen, girl. Go ahead and holler at your girl, Duchess. You know what I'm saying? Y'all hey, go ahead and make I'm that happen. Let's make it happen. I'm sorry, I'm sorry that, is, that would make a fire porn scene. Yes, I'm talking would. about from, yes, from beginning to end. It'll be like, man, it'll be fire, yo. Yes. So, tell everybody so this where is where James. Oh, where no, no, you can no. find you? Oh, you can find Duchess Cashmere on Instagram at Duchess D U C H E S S underscore Cashmere. That's C A S H M E, and that is the the um, the. That's my, that's Duchess's page. You know, that's where you're going to see lifestyle things, things about me and my LGBTQ community. I'm a queer woman of color. Um, you'll see activism things there. You'll be see swinger lifestyle podcast things there. But if you only just, you're interested in just the stories, you can go to Duchess, you can go to The Cashmere room podcast on instagram and that's where you will just see the stories because i know some people not into everything they just want to listen you know what i'm saying and i'm into all of the other stuff and you can follow duchess cashmere on twitter and that's why I, I get down over on twitter a little bit i get down over there at uh duchess cashmere all one word and i do have a patreon i have one patron oh i suck so bad i need to go and i need to say his name <laughs> everywhere i'm at i have one patron on patreon and hey, uh, hey. You, huh? you got one that means somebody will pay for your yes shit. yes and i'm so thankful for him and let's see, I just released episode 27. Episode 28 is in the works right now. I'm going to be on the Casey Carter show in March. 
I'm going to be doing the Black and Kinky podcast later in February. And just last week, I did Swing Culture podcast on YouTube. So I'm getting my moves in. I'm everywhere. No doubt. No doubt. And we would love to have you back. Um, Absolutely. Discussions. Absolutely. So, I, you know, we, I'm going to get with you on that most definitely. Yes. So Thank you so much again, for having me. I appreciate it. I've had a great time. Right. Shout out to NK Swingers because he put you on to me. He shares yes. my stuff. He is an awesome person for black content creators and sex, sex workers alike. So those are my people over there. Most definitely. And people, you know how we always end this. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke that over. Thank you for coming to the lounge, baby. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at Shop gwdistrict.com that's shop gwdistrict.com the gw district a retail marketplace of black owned products and media that's right that's right